0: wdw happy hour here i am Catherine, and i am joined by my fellow podcast members have got holly rob scott and matt
1: hello hello hey.
0: hi we're sad that we're back from california <laughs> that was a great trip um but we are gonna recap and relive all the memories in this next hour we will be sharing them with you So um, I hope you're buckled in. We've got a lot to talk about. We do. We have so much to talk about. I feel like this could be like a three-hour episode, but we (laughs) swear it won't be. Um, So as we always start our podcast, we are going to start it with Topping It Off, where we talk about a Disney drink. And Scott, you are topping it off this week.
2: All right. Well, it wouldn't be a uh, Disneyland trip without a trip to the Cove Bar. (laughs) So I'm going to go with one of the Cove Bar Uh, quote-unquote secret menu items uh, which is the zombie Um, and this is this is a drink that is intended for people who like rum Uh, it has light rum dark rum coconut rum spiced rum and 151 rum along with a few fruit juices uh, blue curacao Midori and grenadine and uh, this drink, if you look at it, it's layered originally. It comes layered in like a green, yellow, and red layer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny? That's dying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I can't say it.
0: No, it's good. Kay. We're good. We're good.
2: Uh, but you mix it up and it kind of becomes this ugly brownish green color. That's where it gets its name.
0: Yes. And it is strong. It is it strong. Like
2: it's anything with 151,
3: I even know, if they top done. it. It's- yeah. And if you don't mix
2: it, you kind of get those
3: layers. Yeah, it's it's not good. I
0: experienced that with the fun wheel. Mm -hmm. I didn't mix it. I was taking pictures and I just took a sip and whatever that bottom layer is, (laughs) is not good, not mixed with the rest of the layers. And it was,
2: yeah, I had the experience of just straight 151 through one sip. And I, I would recommend mixing it even though it's not as aesthetically pleasing.
0: Yeah, that's Hmm. how it gets its name. Oh, I love the Cove Bar. We went there many times on this trip. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, Rob, do you want to talk a little bit about news? Sure.
3: So, the first news item is a bit of a sad one. Um, Marty Sklar, a true Disney legend, passed away Thursday, July 27th. Uh, He was 83. He died at home in his Hollywood Hills home. So... There was no indication as to what happened. Um, he was just at D twenty three. He was a old. A, a, yeah, I, one would suspect old. some heart condition. Or yeah. I, I would if he, it, there was no indication he was sick or anything like that. Cancer. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he could have kept it private for certain, but uh,
1: there was just, nothing uh, public He was out at there.
3: the uh, what was it? The Pirates panel.
1: Yep. where they were talking. Where he was. Uh, there's video online that you can find of him famously defending the changes made to the uh we wants the redhead uh, auctioneer scene um where i'm clearly paraphrasing but he's saying that you know walt started changing things at disneyland from day one of disneyland and you know so he said it's going to be it's going to be great and he has no Doubt that you know these changes are going to be good, and it was good because when they started talking about it, um, people started booing in the audience, and then Marty Sklar, um, you know, started talking about it, and then he was met with applause, so he kind of won over the audience. It was kind of a cool moment, and that was probably the last I didn't didn't see the video of that, but that's likely the last public moment that he, you know, was able to give for the Disney Company, one that he's been a part of for many, many, many years, so. Hmm.
3: Yeah, he started writing. Um, he he was going to UCLA, and um, Walt Disney personally hired him to start doing like publicity and marketing materials for Disneyland when it was opening. Walt really liked him. Got involved with Imagineering. Well, Wed at the time, he was involved with uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. It's a Small World. His biggest contribution is probably the planning. And and all the concept and creative development of Epcot.
0: Yes, he's he's huge. Is
1: am am I right in saying that he's the only?
3: Well, he was the only person that had planning in every every single park. He attended. I don't know about the. um, Yeah, I. He attended every park opening from Disneyland to Shanghai. One of the i don't think he might not be the only I one think, but yeah. one of the few
0: I, I feel like i did read something that he was involved in the planning of every single part okay he had which some is a pretty hand. crazy claim yeah fame. Wow. i know that's awesome so oh, yeah so
1: our so cool. you know our hearts and our thoughts go out to his family so
0: godspeed Damn. marty yep he uh, was the one that he famously put that sign up at the haunted mansion That said, like, apply within. Like, the Haunted Mansion, like, was built for many years in Disneyland, but not open. It, like, sat there as an empty building for a long time. And he was the one that, like, had the sign up front that said, like, go supply within or whatever. (laughs) That was, like, just, like, a way to, like, create a little buzz around, like, what is this going to be? And, like, because they didn't really have the whole concept hashed out. Um, But he always thought of, like, fun little ideas. And he was one of the ones that wanted to move on to planning as soon as walt disney died like in the in the 60s that people were really upset and he said we gotta keep going forward and his book is really good so if it's got a
3: couple can, books now yeah yeah okay. so all right well on to maybe better news um disney hollywood studios is to open a new bar called <laughs> the baseline tap house so they're calling it's going to be in the new grand avenue district Mm. Yeah, which when I saw, them, I'm like, oh, where is this? <laughs> so what what it's it's going to be in what's left over of the streets of America that's still there. So <laughs> if you were walking in front of Sci-Fi Diner and went by the what the former um, writer's Shop, yes. and t- and to that immediate right, it looks like they still have some of the facades up. So apparently it's supposed to be there, and it's going to be. Um, celebrating the revitalization of downtown Los Angeles.
0: God, I love that's the cool. sound of this. Yeah,
3: so they're going to have California craft ales, lagers and ciders, California wines. Um, they're going to have small <laughs> bites, a Bavarian pretzel with mustard and beer cheese fondue. Mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah, so <laughs> they're yeah. expecting a fall 2017 opening. Oh, wow. Which, I, when I read that, right, I was like, oh, that's exciting. <sighs> But exactly. then I'm thinking we're still waiting for the st- the stupid thing in Epcot to open yeah, the tequila, the, uh, the yeah. outdoor yeah. Yeah. hut, Chol- which Chol- they said Chol- early 2017, and it is still not open. Oh, did they say early 2017 yep.
0: for that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I mean, early is subjective, right? <laughs> well, we're <laughs> but, in the,
0: but the we're second past half. Way Mark, it, I think before and halfway you can make that. Argument.
3: So take that date with a huge grain of salt.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll be there when it opens. That would that be. Would
3: cool. be very exciting. Hey, yeah. It, it'll be interesting because I thought those were all facades. So I don't know where they actually have a structure that would host a bar. And the one picture they have online of the concept art, it looks like there's a loft. Um, so it looks like a fairly big space. Not necessarily a second floor. That's cool. But a fairly like a high wide yeah wide open
1: it'd be cool Um, if there was a loft with a second floor i don't feel i feel like there's no bars in
0: maybe morimoto would be the only one i can think of yeah
1: but even that's like it overlooks the the restaurant portion like if it was just a straight up bar that had like a a loft upstairs with some seating that would be cool
3: yeah i agree well yeah this is i'm definitely excited for this and hopefully it's not Next twenty. Hollywood studios
2: just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Eventually, eventually.
3: (laughs) Right. Maybe. Well, that's it for news. So, there hasn't been too much. I mean, there was kind of a lot of news last (laughs) week. I think. (laughs) Right with yeah D twenty three announcements.
4: And I've been posting on Facebook like all the news that broke out throughout the week. Breakout. Breakout.
3: Mission Breakout. All
0: right. So as you can tell, if you've subscribed to us for any length of time, we did uh, day one of the D23 Expo, day two. And then day three, we stopped doing it. Uh, But we figured we would just leave you in anticipation of all of the awesome things and actually sunday is traditionally a little bit of a slower day at the expo they don't have like any huge panels and there was so much news from the day before i think they packed it all into saturday so we're going to talk about sunday a little bit what was everyone's sunday like we actually divided and conquered on sunday um what did you guys do that you liked
3: so we did a lot of uh a lot of things on the um expo floor and the biggest was the um the archives exhibit that Disney had and the theme this year was um, Pirates of the Caribbean so it was 60th anniversary? I think we 50th anniversary 50th anniversary sorry 50th 50th. anniversary Um, and so this was it was a rather large layout um, and they had everything from press releasings and tickets from the original attraction opening at Disneyland all the way through the newest movie and um,
1: interestingly enough, this um, this was on the actual expo floor on the on the first floor. The past, I want to say, two or three D twenty three expos they've had actually a separate archives exhibit that's been on the second or third floor.
0: Well, two years ago it was on the main floor because mm-hmm. it was like Disneyland. the ride. Yeah, it was yeah. Disneyland. Right. And it was all the rides and they had like the Peter Pan, they had like the Pants White, they had the Matterhorn, they had the first the, park. They had the original ticket. ticket. The, oh, the first yeah. ticket, which was oh, yeah, pretty yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, that wasn't. But the then front. they, our first D23 upstairs, they utilized it a lot more as far as one of those halls that they had panels in this year. Was just like costumes from, it was Mary Poppins. Yeah. And, and like costumes. Uh, okay. from I think they movies. made better
1: use of the space that year, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. This, the Pirates Archives thing was really Pirates, the film franchise heavy, which I thought wasn't that great.
0: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I did like though how they, the theme of it was Pirates, and like the main theme was Pirates of the Caribbean. But there was anything Disney pirates was in there, like so. I really liked the movie uh, James and the Giant Peach, and they had like the bad guys in there were kind of like pirate esque characters, and also like I don't even know what their names are from Moana, like those little like they look like little Buckeyes, like <laughs> like with the faces, like <laughs> coconut pirates. Yeah, coca- coconut pirates.
2: They're coca. Kukuburra? Kukuburra? I don't know. Kukuburra? Yeah, well, Something. those
0: are, I guess, considered pirates. Yeah, yeah like, they, they yeah, had in right. there. They pirated yeah. the ship. And, and then then about they Peter had, Pan. Yeah, they had yes, stuff from okay. Peter Pan there. Yeah. yeah, so
1: it was, it was really, and I thought that's that was the best part of the exhibit, just showing the history of pirates in any capacity um, in Disney whether it be films or in the parks, so I thought it was really neat. And they
0: did have, like, an old animatronic that I really... I I like the old animatronics and the stuff that they used to have in the parks. They had, like, these little, like, pirate postcards for a nickel that were scenes from Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm like, if they still had that, do you know how much money they would make? Like, if they, like, (laughs) actually kept that and, like, did, like, a cool postcard, like, every three months they changed it out. Like, like, that's printing money, and those are the things that... (laughs) Disney yeah. doesn't do anymore. But. One of
1: the things from the film franchise that I thought was really impressive was that giant uh, prop piece of the organ.
0: Oh, me too. The huge organ. Yes, that was, yes. Cool. That was yeah, really was cool. neat.
1: And I've, I mean, if you've listened to this, I've, I've been particularly critical of Pirates of the Caribbean, the film franchise. I mean, I, I like the first one. Then after that, I just think that they're too long and overwrought and ridiculous. But I think that they have some really cool set pieces and costumes.
3: So,
0: yeah. yeah. What you guys do? Um, We went to the Hercules panel, um, which uh, I always get their last names. I always transpose their first and last names. Ron Musker. Nope. Nope. No. Ron Clement. Yep. John Musker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, they were in charge of that panel, and I love them. I mean, they did Moana, they did Princess and the Frog, they did like everything good. They do Mermaid? Um, they were involved, yes. Yes, they were involved. Um... Yes. (laughs) So, they, um, they really told some hilarious stories, and they are really funny. They were wearing, um, like, the original shirts from the day of the premiere. And there was, um, they showed footage. I love the movie Hercules. It's actually one of my favorites. I think it's a super underrated Disney movie. It's hilarious. Um, the music's really oh good. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the music is so good. and they had like the Muses like song just pumping through the whole the whole arena. It was really cool. It's a
1: great Alan Menken score that is really probably the closest um, score that's reminiscent of his original work with Ashman in Little Shop of Horrors. Because it's very, um... motown Very Motown-based. The muses basically are, like, the Supremes. Yes. um, And they're uh, a chorus of, like, very talented women, which is very similar to the chorus in Little Shop of Horrors. And the music's really... The music's great in Hercules. And they did a lot of never-before-seen footage, like...
0: Yeah, there was a lot of footage they showed. And they brought out Tate Donovan, who was the voice of Hercules also jimmy yes also jimmy cooper in the oc if you're an oc fan and then also susan egan who was the voice of the singing and speaking voice of meg yep and she performed um and it was awesome what song did she sing did she say won't say i'm in love
1: no i think she did oh i don't remember i think she did yeah she did yeah
0: she did that's like meg's song yeah um but anyway, they talked about their like auditions, and it was really funny. Uh, Tate Donovan talking, he said, Any guy that was my age that was relatively like big at that time in the 90s, like Charlie Sheen was in the room and uh, Kiefer Sutherland, and he was like, Kiefer Sutherland's gonna get this. Uh, they told some really, really funny stories. And the guy who was the lead animator on um, Phil was there, and he looks like Phil. Like he's like short, like he looks like Danny DeVito. And um oh my gosh. And then they showed James Woods. They did like a like um
1: like a rap party. Like a rap
0: party and each character spoke in their character like rapping this. (laughs) James Woods is insane.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's Jimmy Woods. Jimmy
0: Woods, yeah. Jimmy Woods <laughs> is insane. He just went out on this rant. I I did take video of it, so maybe I'll post that on our YouTube. It's insane. And then they also talked it's just about just him
1: in the booth, just like going just, off. And like they, they cut it down for time. Yeah, like, they were like, it like like was like a twenty-minute
0: rant. They said he
1: just kept going for like twenty minutes,
0: <laughs> and just like living. The director, they they were making fun of him, like they were doing a really good uh, impression of him. It was funny, but. That, the Hades character, was written for Jack Nicholson. Uh Uh Oh. And they talked about how, at the time, they brought him onto the Disney studio lot. And they, like, wined him and dined him. And it was right around Christmas on the lot. And they, like, had all of this promotional material that they were giving him for, like, you know punchback and Pocahontas, and he's walking out with, like, arms full of stuff, like, taking it out to his car, and they they, they couldn't get him. He wanted too much money. And so. he turned
1: around, he said something yeah. really good. He, like, he's, like, has this, like, handful of swag, and he was, like, Merry Christmas. Like, he said yeah, something like, like- <laughs> and then just, they never saw him again.
0: Mm-hmm. That was it. But that was a great panel. Um, it was... Like if you're a Hercules fan, there were some huge Hercules fans there. I didn't know what kind of fan base they had. Um, Scott, what did you do on Sunday?
2: I did uh, a panel that was on the archives stage called Magic in the Details, How Disney Historical Collections Continue to Inspire. Um, I did not know what to expect going into that, but it was actually very interesting. What they talked a lot about was how they Mm -hmm. use their archive material to uh, produce some of their new properties. So for example, they were talking about um, something with Zootopia where they were talking about uh, Nick and how he is based on the fox from Robin Hood. And they actually showed some of the old materials from the original Robin Hood movie uh, and how they used that to create some of the characters from Zootopia because you hadn't and anthropomorphic fox uh that you were doing they also did some stuff with uh mary poppins and how they're using the old mary poppins material to make both saving mr banks and then the new mary poppins movie that's coming out uh they actually had a good bit of um media that they were showing with with it which was kind of fun that they were showing you a lot of archive material and and that kind of thing. So it was uh, it was very entertaining. I, I learned a lot of things that I did not know about what Disney continues to use that that type of material for. That's pretty um, cool. And they also were showing... Uh, one of the other cool things they were showing is how they were using some of that old archived material, posters and things like that, to make posters now from that, which was also That's really cool. cool.
0: I love the look of the old posters. I, I love the old Disney posters. I think they're awesome. Yeah. They don't really make them like they used to.
2: No. So it was a good good
1: learning experience cool. for me. Cool. My biggest regret from Sunday, which I fully intended to do, but I just didn't have time, is I didn't get to jump in the dang money pit. Okay,
4: talking yeah. about that money pit.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I must have went back like 10 times. And it was never... And it was closed. Really? They would close it.
3: Oh, like capped for... I, uh, capped okay, pay. so my theory around this yeah. was they just didn't have enough floor space to queue people. Mm -hmm. So what they were doing was letting people in line, it would reach a capacity, and then there would be a cast member or worker there with a sign saying it's closed. But I think what they were doing was letting the line... So you couldn't get in line... They weren't, like, the, she wasn't allowing you to... Whoever was standing there with that sign. So I think you just had to get lucky when they were letting people in line. When they and uncapped just, it, yeah. yeah. Each time we walked by, it was always I was, somebody there.
4: I wasn't lucky, because every yeah. time I went back, it was closed. Yeah. yeah,
0: that was in a really strange spot. Like well, if was you, you right told in me, the middle was,
4: of everything. I know.
0: Yeah. I was like, <laughs> if, if they, like, thought about this at all, like, they were... Touting this money pit was like the biggest thing there. That they were like, <laughs> get your picture in the yeah. money pit. And it's like, if that, if you were putting so much marketing behind that, why would you put it like in the middle of three other, like, why is this up against the like everything else? Like, it just yeah. didn't make sense. And another <clears throat> thing, like, sad, we were talking about Susan Egan. So on Sunday, they had the mm-hmm. Marvel, um, the marvel exhibit on the floor with a lot of the black panther costumes and they brought some of the casts out on the floor and then they had this area called center stage which is where they were doing like trivia and our friend lisa was doing name that tune just a lot of
1: live performances yeah a lot of live performances
0: they had a dj there so on sunday (laughs) you have two of the biggest and they're right next to each other so susan egan performed on center stage after the hercules panel and did like a lot of the songs. She was the original Belle on Broadway, um, and so she sang a lot of songs from Beauty and the Beast. And right at that exact same time, they brought out Michael Rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> People are going freaking insane for both of these. Yeah. Susan Egan is trying to sing while Michael Rooker is trying to like talk to a huge crowd. And it made
4: no sense why they were right next right. to each other. It made no sense. I'm really surprised the Marvel booth wasn't as big as it, it should be. It, it was very tiny. Small. It was small. Yeah. Like it was, it was like the size of our kitchen. Well, I mean, like it was Considering very small. you have the Black Panther coming out and what Affinity...
3: Avengers, Infinity Warrior Uh, Thor. Thor.
4: Thor. Yeah. Like, I really thought that would have been a lot bigger.
0: Yeah, for sure.
4: I did like that little area across
0: from Center Stage with the couches and stuff. I thought that was a nice addition this year. Um, But, yeah, it just didn't really make sense. On Sunday, I kind of wandered the floor and, like, um, they had a Uniqlo um, store in the back, which was, like, a little hack to go back there because... They had a lot of, like, exclusive stuff, and you weren't waiting in Dream Store lines. Um, and I walked back there, and Tate Donovan was, like, right next to me, and I, like, just followed him around the expo for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, up, oh, and I'm stalking Tate Donovan. Um, so, yeah, we we did that, and then you guys did another Yeah, film, so right? we did,
3: uh, Holly and I, Rob, that's speaking, is, uh, we did... <laughs> the Voices of the Disney Parks panel. So I didn't know what to expect. The only panels we had ever done the previous time we went and this time up until this were the big ones in in the Hall D23. So this was a unique experience or a new experience. And so this was about nine individuals, male and female, that voice attraction um, PA announcements. So um, the voice of Timothy... From Dumbo, mm-hmm. he was there. Um, and the, Scuttle,
4: he also voices Scuttle in the Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sala the, from
3: the, the guy that does this uh, spaceship Earth. Attention, time travelers! Your yes. your vehicle <laughs> yeah. is turning. Like, yeah. It, it was. Uh, he was really good. He was entertaining, very funny. Uh, the biggest, I guess, personality was probably Bill Rogers, who, for those that don't know, is the voice of Disneyland Park um
4: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls. yeah that
3: that that voice (laughs) that's awesome yeah he was really cool and um it was just cool to see like the the um the hispanic woman that does the spanish version of the tram safety (laughs) spiel (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah so and what they did was when they introduced each of them they played the actual clip of what they're known for um there was a guy from the country bears uh, really old guy. He was really fun. So it, it was cool. It was like an hour long. Um, That's fun. The
4: end yeah. was really neat because yeah. they, the guy who was like kind of hosting it brought out the Hunchback of the Notre Dame book, and he had each of them read a page from the book in... He- in, uh, character. In, a, in, in character, in, a, in a,
3: one of their things that they voice. Oh, that's one of the, funny. Yeah. So
4: I actually, I I did take a video of that, and I'll put that that's on YouTube. Cool. But that was really <laughs> neat to see. That's so. a fun exercise. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I I would after doing that, I would be much more inclined to do some of those other ones. Oh, like were, what, we had talked Yeah, it was it was relaxing. It was like you didn't, you didn't have, have to, to stress. Yeah. Like we did use a stage pass, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the like stress level of. Are we gonna get good seats? Can we see what? Yeah, that got the, the down? big
0: uh, the big panels are always a little stressful. Um, I just I really can't do them. That was probably my biggest decision for not doing the parks panel is I couldn't handle another day. the The animation panel had me freaked out enough and so i was i was glad to do hercules and there was plenty of room in that arena i like the the fact that they're they used they use the arena this year for panels they did not like two years ago um and i think it's good to have competition with another big uh capacity space so because yeah. geez there are yeah, a lot of people on the floor that's the
2: thing that i would recommend to them most is Divide up your your crowds for those big events a little bit somehow.
0: Yes, and yeah. they should utilize the upstairs more. There was like nothing up there. There were two stages, and there that convention center is three stories.
1: Yeah, and there's got to be other rooms. There, that are, are being there
0: utilized. are tons of rooms up there that they didn't use, and it's like, why wouldn't you like just like there are fans like Disney fans have the most like niche <laughs> like like you know just put like some. Something up there, someone's gonna be interested in it. Like, right. there were people who went to the stamps panel. Like, like I mean, it's. You know, I saw
1: people jazzed in the freaking stage mm-hmm. pass line, being like, gotta get stamps. Like, no <laughs> one's clamoring for the stamps panel. You can go there,
3: like, you don't need stage. We pass shouldn't make that. fun of stamps in case stamps.com wants to sponsor us. No, I yeah. like
0: the stamps. If you see the stamps? Yeah, the villains stamps they're awesome. are awesome. I know. Oh, they are so awesome. Yeah. By stamps. Those are my stamps.
4: my stamps. <laughs> Well, too bad they didn't have like Scrooge McDuck up there or something like, it, just a. Uh,
1: Wait, just like the actual Scrooge
2: McDuck?
4: No, I meant the money pit. Thing. Yeah, they should have brought that. Oh instead. yeah, there, they, yeah, they, that
2: they, makes sense. Because
4: that they
0: could have queued people up the whole oh, yeah. length of the of the convention center, but <laughs> we did go up to the charter. Did I don't even think I talked about this. Oh I, my god, this is so oh, sad. Oh my gosh. So we went into the charter lounge, and it's so funny because like. I've heard other Disney podcasts talk about like people going into the charter lounge and sometimes they'll have like popcorn and soda and coffee and water. We walked in. The when lights, was this? Lights this lights Saturday. Were fully on. It was yeah. It was on Saturday. Lights are fully on, so like no ambiance whatsoever. Like usually they'll do like little like centerpieces with like oh, little it's just glowing like, fluorescent light. lights. Fluorescent lights. <laughs> there were full like five people like, in there. Yes. And there's a water cooler with the actual tub of water taken out. <laughs>
1: no tub of water in it. And so you just, can't get water. And
0: just a tray of cups next to it. Coffee cups. No coffee machine.
1: And you're like, okay, okay.
0: And so the guy. There's so,
1: so one PA speaker in the corner. No DJ. No DJ. No microphone. Like, they're like, just like one weird PA speaker. And we're so like, all right. So
0: there was one worker in there, one cast member. And we were like. Is this like your domain? He's like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? And we're like, are you joking?
1: Like, there's nothing here. There's not even a water jug over there. Like, you can't even get water. (laughs) Yeah, because like. Was he being sarcastic? No.
0: No. He was was like, oh no, there's no
1: water. And then there was, like, there were two tables pushed up against the wall in the back where like presumably they would have treats. They were just bare. Yeah. There was just nothing Nothing. there. So there were just like some haphazard round tables with chairs, a, a friggin water jug with nothing in it. (laughs) <laughs> tables with nothing on it just like and just like it was just the <laughs> saddest room and there were just five people just like sitting there on their phones it was like oh going? no
0: charger like nothing and he
1: was like welcome to the charter lounge like Like you guys have been with D twenty, the D twenty three from the beginning. Here's our thanks. A cup. (laughs) Nothing. Here's cups. cups You pieces of (laughs) crap. Like if that, that the the state of the charter lounge was perfectly um, analogous to (laughs) the D twenty three expo. Just like ill planned, like forgotten.
0: (laughs) Like you don't think like how how big of a sponsor is Coke for Disney? Get a freaking Coke Freestyle free machine, machine right. up there. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, the DVC Lounge. I understand it's not going to be that nice because it's a three-day convention, but please, right. put something put up there. Put a water
3: jug in there. Oh, my <laughs> God. Right, they do the Chase Lounge for the uh, food and wine. And that's right.
0: only a few months. I mean, right. that's not all but the time. But they have a couple Coke machines They have a couple Coke machines. You get some chargers. They had no. They could have brought chargers in. Right. Like, are you joking? And they put have... A couple,
1: a- I mean, how hard would that have been to put a couple charging stations... And a Coke freestyle machine, and like and like
0: a, a popcorn machine, which I think they had two years ago.
1: It was so sad. It was so bad, it was and they the didn't. They didn't, they didn't check
0: it. your card when you walked in. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cause cause they were, were sitting there, and we were like, "Hey, do we show our card?" And like the they lady, were, no, they us. didn't even
1: say anything. We we're like, "Do we show our cards here?" They and ignored they us. We're literally having a sidebar conversation. We were like, "Okay," and we just walked right into the, <laughs> the charter lounge. Oh Oh,
0: yeah, it was. That was was
1: so bad. Sounds exclusive. It was so (laughs) embarrassing. It was. It was embarrassing. You
0: know, it's really tough to do uh, this podcast now because I'm, um, I'm like romanticizing D23 because I miss it a lot. So I'm glad we did do our podcast like in the heat of the moment, especially on the animation panel day, because like I was like it was not great while it was happening it wasn't great
1: make no mistake um the d23 expo has a lot of work to do and Catherine and i went to san diego comic-con immediately after and it's just it's night and day because i'm like oh this is what a convention's like yeah but as much as i loved the uh, the thing is I liked the content that was offered at D23 because obviously we're both Disney enthusiasts, and as much as I love the aesthetic and the just grandeur of San Diego Comic Con, um, you know D23. I see the um, potential of what the D23 Expo could be, and it makes me mad. Yeah, the stuff like the charter on it just makes me mad because I'm so territorial and like this is my stuff. This is like our domain. And, like you want it to be really good, and they're just like small changes small logistical changes that wouldn't would be wouldn't be
2: expensive to do just just mm. i mean i think even like on the the expo floor if you would just rearrange it a little bit you could make it a hundred percent better i mean you yeah. put marvel in the in the back and make people walk to it rather than putting it right Maybe in the front disperse, stopping all the yeah. traffic right you know, that kind of thing would make a world of difference. And I mean, and and we do have to understand
1: that I'm sure that uh, booth placement um, at San Diego Comic-Con is, is a very political thing. And I'm sure that like at D23, it's the same thing where Marvel's like, no, we want to be right yeah, probably here. Probably true. Yeah. You know, so like maybe it's out of Disney's control. It could be. Like, we want to be right in the middle. So there you is never one know. One
4: thing I, I want to mention being gold members, mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like I really thought we would have had like a separate line to get in. Oh my But we oh, were Oh to get into the extra. Yeah, and proper. we were we were mixed in with Gen Pop.
0: Yeah, it, you know, it, it it really like they they had that 2 years ago, yeah. but then they didn't have the gold member lines 2 years ago. So it's like they're picking things like each year and it's not consistent at no. all. Like yeah. it's it's really like it's hard to kind of wrap your head around. Uh, well,
3: they did send a survey. I oh. was really honest with I them. Was too. Um <laughs> I hope people that are are honest with it, too, because that's the only way things are going to change.
4: I mean, the whole debacle with the animation panel, I mean, that was just craziness. That was really, really bad. And then a lot, we couldn't sit on the live action because... Because they overbooked it, because they promised it to the people who got screwed for the animation. Yeah. So.
0: (sighs) But anyway. All right. So then let's talk about some more of the news, right, Rob? Like... What, what yeah,
3: so I, I thought maybe we'll go each park real quickly because when we did the recap um, from we, the parks yeah. and resorts, we didn't know some of the details, but now we have some dates around things, um, just just some more uh, hard and fast details about things. So Hollywood Studios, we saw the, the giant uh, scale model of Star Wars Land. We found out both parks are opening twenty uh, both lands are opening 2019 disneyland first followed by um hollywood studios so that was about it um mickey and minnie's runaway railway is going in where great movie ride is great movie ride will close august 13th of this year to make way for this um
1: it was kind of funny how they framed that at the actual convention where they didn't say, like, it was obvious based on the pictures they showed that, like, yeah, this is going in where a great movie ride is, but they and really didn't right. want to frame it in a negative way, so they didn't say, like,
0: one of your a- old favorites that <laughs> is leaving. The <laughs> yeah. They
2: just said, like, um, this new Yeah, I didn't, go, to- I didn't realize that when we were no, watching they, didn't it.
0: W- they did not want to. to, sh- to- to <laughs> to explicitly say
2: that it's
3: replacing
1: a beloved ride. They were very careful with that. Yeah,
0: they
3: were. <laughs> <laughs> Toy, Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios scheduled to open summer 2018. I'm assuming Memorial Day. Yeah. it looks like they shoot for that. So
0: not excited for that. No, it I, looks.
3: Uh, I don't. It looks yeah. so
0: like off the shelf. Like it just. I that Slinky Dog ride. Keep. Oh, you know what it reminds so me cheesy. of. It reminds
1: me of the Seuss Landing in. uh
0: Oh, I think that's better than what that looks like.
1: Universal in Universal, yeah, yeah. Actually, right. Seuss Landing at least looks really cool.
0: So, what does it remind you of? I don't know. Mm. i okay.
3: It reminds I'll me I'll leave of an open minder.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of like a carnival. Yeah. Just like I cannot believe that Slinky Dog ride. I, God, I hope they, I hope <laughs> they prove me wrong.
3: <laughs> All right, we'll go over to Epcot. So Epcot probably had the most. Mm -hmm. news around it so we found out um ellen's energy adventure inside universe of energy is going to close august 13th to make way for a guardians of the galaxy e-ticket attraction no indication what this is going to be about it the the concept art shows the same building structure so Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like they're going to do a complete demo
0: okay yeah but
3: again who knows? The, who knows? That's a
0: huge building. Yeah, you know? it is. like if it you is. think of that ride, like it's pretty massive. It's a moving theater.
3: Yeah, no, it's yeah. huge. Yep. Um, we found out Ratatouille, which was much rumored, is going to be going in the uh, France Pavilion. Um, this is an attraction already at Disneyland Paris, which is a very highly rated ride. So it's going. It's supposed to go in between a space in between uh france and morocco i'm thinking though they'll have you probably go up into the pavilion yes, for the so, main yeah. entrance and then the ride will be right in that p- yeah
4: this ride's due to open before uh walt disney world's 50th yeah so there, it's, it
3: says 2021 2020.
1: yeah in so, fact Everything they that's said. Everything pretty is pretty supposed good. to be open by 2021, yep, which, which is, is exciting. That, that's cool. Um, so That means these rides. That means a Tron coaster. That means Toy Story Land, Star Wars Land. Everything is supposed to be. Oh, you mean Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Edge. What did I call it? Star
0: Wars Land. Everyone's going to call. It,
1: they, everyone still calls it Harry Potter World, and I'm probably going to call this Star Wars
3: Land. Okay. Uh, China is getting a new film.
0: Cool. Uh, yeah,
3: real excited.
1: <laughs> Has anyone seen
3: Reflections? <laughs> of? That's yeah. going to be an E-ticket tri- attraction, right?
0: Yeah. When
3: When is
1: the old one close? It doesn't say.
0: Probably I... for one day, just to make sure. <laughs> they
1: changed the film. Yeah, they changed the film. I kind of want to watch it now.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> we should do it once, I'd say. I, I feel like I should do it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, Mission Space is going to be opening again in August, and they're going to have an updated Orange Mission. And then a brand new green mission, which is going to take a st- a, ton- a stunning tour around the Earth. Ooh! So I'm more inclined to do this at least again.
0: Mm. I know that's so yeah. not a repeatable attraction. <sighs> no, it's not not the best.
3: No, at all. I'll, I'll, I'll do don't green. It. I just yeah, to do I, I want to see. And they said they updated the displays and. Whoa, it's, well, I
0: hope Gary Sinise is still part of this mission. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I
3: hope Gary Sinise's
0: um, weird Botox face. <laughs> <laughs> lieutenant diane botox um that's
3: great and then we found out we're getting a new table service restaurant um adjacent to mission space uh it's going to be opened by the patina group yes yes which is very exciting because they do a lot of good stuff Good yeah. stuff.
2: I'm so excited
4: it's about this restaurant. I'm really excited. restaurant. Wait,
3: where is it? Near it it, it says adjacent to Mission it Space. It kind
0: of looks like the Test Track building.
3: Now, people have speculated that. But
0: I don't think that makes sense. I don't think so either. So you think it's it.
3: somewhere in it's between? It's circular,
0: though. It's, it's got like that.
3: Yeah. I, the, there's it, a
0: lot of space. Like, I mean, you don't really think of that space in between Test Track and Mission Space because there's no walkway back there. But yeah, but there's a ton there's of stuff back there. There's quite a huge gap in between those. Those two attractions sure. that you could build another building.
3: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yep. Hopefully, uh, not on the horizon sinkhole. So,
3: <laughs> it, it yeah. just some of the rumors that we had heard going into this that didn't get announced, so there was no uh new countries for world showcase, mm-hmm. namely Brazil, which was like the big yeah, but there's there, still speculation that something will get announced. No name change no. for either Epcot or Hollywood Studios, correct?
2: correct. Nope, that's right. a shocker, too. Yeah, I
3: thought at least one of them,
1: I thought I was. I, if I had to guess, I was almost positive they were going to go back to Epcot
3: Center. No change with uh, Illuminations. Um, as oh, of right. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll move over to Magic Kingdom. Uh, Thron Tron. Tron. I know, I know. I the Thong wrong. ride. Uh, yes. <laughs> the thong Tron, Tron, Tron. themed attraction. The highly rated attraction from Shanghai Disneyland is coming to Tomorrowland. Much speculation had the Tomorrowland Speedway getting removed for this Stole based the picture. on, based on in the, the picture. concept art.
4: They mentioned nothing on the parks panel. Yeah. about.
3: Yeah, so and This
1: was announced before D23 Expo. The wow. ru- the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madge
4: ru-
0: goes, it's confirmed. It was and confirmed I, 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 that, uh, it's It <laughs> was not confirmed until the D23 Expo, truly. Right. But it was the worst kept secret, as yeah. was.
3: So this is going to be, for those familiar with Magic Kingdom, if you're looking at Space Mountain, and where you would typically what is that the i don't know even what that's called there where, where the building you come out into where you can you make exi- the custom magic pants yeah when gift you shop? exit the yeah, yeah the gift shop for gift shop. Um, space, mountain. space mountain if you stay to the left and walk around the path back there there's actually a path that goes to Toontown. no Former two uh,
0: times. Fantasyland, Fantasy Fantasy circus. <laughs> what? What is that? Storybook circus. Storybook circus.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Holy cow! It's in between um, it's it's gonna go there. So and it looks like it's gonna go over the railroad. Huh. So that means the railroad so will probably be shut down for
2: years.
3: years while they build this fun. Um, and then another. This one, I think, got overlooked, but I'm kind of excited about this. Me too. The Live Entertainment Theater is coming to Main Street, USA. Uh, It's modeled after the iconic Willis Theater from 1920s Kansas City, where Walt uh, grew up.
2: Yeah, they really didn't mention a whole lot about
0: what And they said Live Entertainment, so I'm hoping it's something like... I really like the Golden Horseshoe review. Oh man, that would be awesome! But I'm thinking it's going to be something like Mickey Mouse. I I could mm-hmm. see them doing like a classic Disney, like they used to have the Mickey Mouse review, and that was like animatronics. But I'd like to see something. Oh,
3: uh, see, I was thinking like uh, DCA had Aladdin,
0: oh, and so then switched you it to think Frozen be a movie theme. But what movie would fit like Main Street USA, like Lady and the Tramp? What else know. would?
1: I I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. Right. I, I'm initially excited about this, and then I feel like they're going to just kind of, like, not pay enough TLC to it down the yeah. long run. It's just going to be some, like, weird...
3: Well, the speculation when this first got announced, people thought this was going to replace the building where... Tony's. Tony's Town Square is where, um, source Not Sorcerer Mickey. Is it Sorcerer Mickey? No, it's Talkin Mickey. Talking Mickey. Just, Talkin Mickey. just regular old Mickey. That whole building would make way for this that's not the indication now it's going to go essentially behind main street um behind the confectionery. so so weird yeah, yeah there's, a, a, gi- there, there's a there's a there's a giant well, parking the, lot back there yeah
0: they have the bypass that's where you get picked up for the yes the mm-hmm. transport yep the express transportation
3: yeah so it looks like they're starting to realize they need more space and
0: Move back. you know yeah. it, yeah it just is weird because that's such a pretty facade that why would you want that like set back like it, and you it, think like Tony's town square like the city hall portion there is really nice, like they have like the huge columns yep. like you know meet magician Mickey and Tinkerbell or whatever. That area is nice, but Tony's is nothing... I mean, that I feel like that's been the same since the 70s. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the same as they just-
1: already have a lack of restaurants in the Magic Kingdom as is. True. They're not going to take one out.
0: God, I would have loved a new restaurant for the Magic Kingdom to be announced. Yeah. That would have been really nice.
3: Yep. Um, so resorts-wise, um, we found out the 15th Disney Vacation Club property is going to be called Disney Riviera Resort. This is so they said at, located near Epcot and so I think we bantered back and forth some of you thought By Caribbean Beach. I thought over by Swan and Dolphin. It is by Caribbean Beach So all that construction they're doing there now is going to make way for this this resort. Cool. Yeah um, The probably the biggest news was the immersive Star Wars themed hotel. Yeah. I want to de- I want to deep dive into this if you don't mind mm-hmm. Okay
1: are we excited about this and like, we, are you, I'm, are you willing to like, really like play the character and like spend time there? And I know Catherine had said on one of our podcasts there, they're like, yes, you wouldn't want to go to the parks. Like I would just want to like, just stay there and, and yeah, live in it. And this right. is not for everyone.
0: No, it is not. I, I have a feeling that people are going to be made uncomfortable by like how immersive I bet it's going to be but they don't really need to do this in Disney world. Like, like really maybe this is a test. Like why doesn't Disney open a hotel in Washington DC and have a star Wars? I mean, this doesn't have to be connected to the parks. If it's that like immersive and you're, you're no doubt going to be paying a lot of money. Oh yeah, A lot. Like I was thinking, man, I doubt I'll even be able to afford a weekend there. But
2: Scott, how do you feel about this? You know what this this reminds me of? Um, for those of our listeners who've seen the show Westworld, where you go, you take on the persona of a character, and you kind of live it, and obviously it's not quite as uh, freewheeling as that. But, I mean, I think it all depends on how well they set up the the activity part of this. So, like, if, if you're just there, and you, and you dress in costume and, you know you're in the world that's one thing but if they make it more like a i don't know a murder mystery type of a thing where you have yeah, a goal cool. or something to do like you actually have a reason to be in your character that would make it that would complete it for me is like a, a really good experience yeah, and if they really did
1: good. it as like almost this is really nerdy but if they did it with like <laughs> almost like rpg elements where you your character is either like fits an archetype like you're a chaotic, good character, or you're a.
0: Oh, I apologize, Celeste. <laughs> no, but like, and then, like,
1: I and therefore, like, your personality trait of your character determines what kind of activities and what types of interactions you have. Just, like, really, um, you know, uh, break it up and make it very you know interactive and special i think that'd be awesome
0: have they said anything about the location of this robbie no i'm thinking yeah. near art of anime like it'll be kind of near
3: um, see i i i don't know if Hollywood you were Studios. if you were saying definitively that you don't think it ha- I, I think it has to be tied to the land yeah i think this is a dedicated entrance where you're because you, so, i i listened to another podcast where they were speculating the Swan and Dolphin. I'm not getting on. If I'm dressed in character, I'm not getting on a bus and then walking
0: like <laughs> walking
3: through the entrance of Hollywood Studios back to Star Wars Land. If I get up like in in this scenario, Rob is a gungan. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I think it has to. It just allows you right into the land, which will so. be
0: interesting logistically. Like, what's Disney gonna do? Like, I feel like if I'm paying $800 thousand dollars a night to stay here, I think I should have some private access to that world yes. that I would not have even if I was staying somewhere like the Grand Floridian. Okay. I, I think that they're going to have to almost do like what they did with Pandora, like the special like extra magic hours and say like, Friday nights, if you're staying at the Star Wars Hotel, this is... Part of the world is that you get Galaxy's Edge to yourself. Is yep. there
4: is there room like land around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge where they could potentially I think put yes. a resort uh, just like the Greater california so Yeah, is connected to DCA. Yes,
3: absolutely. There's plenty of room. Um, I lost my train of
2: thought of what I was going to say. um I forget.
3: Sorry. Yeah,
0: that that looks exciting.
2: But I, yeah, I think like everything, the execution
3: is key. So. Oh, like what I was going to say, I, I don't think this is going to be a massive thousand no. room. This is going to be small. boutique, yes, like, like hundred th- rooms maybe. Yeah, yeah. I So which I don't think good. they're going to need I a mean, footprint. That no.
0: Which is which is awesome because that actually makes it a small, like intimate, special yeah. experience. Yeah. Like you're not, oh, I'm schlepping over to building 15 with in my costume. Again, like you're not walking <laughs> around like in this hot like on the land like i'm just thinking like pop century that can take you 40 minutes to walk to your (laughs) room and i'm
3: just i'm just thinking like what they could do like obviously to me you need like a pool like you're still on vacation and things like that so like i'm thinking um sky you'll know what like where um Luke Skywalker goes to train with Yoda. Yeah. Have,
0: like, like,
1: Dagobah the, the Dagobah system? Yeah, like, like they have,
3: like, you know like
0: what I mean? Caverns like, caverns and, like...
1: Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to think... swim in the uh, swamps of the Dagobah mm-hmm.
2: system, Rob. Or,
0: or, you it, know, you could <laughs> do, Camino? like... You
2: could go to Camino. That's an ocean world. You, you could, could yes, do, like, so like, uh, like, an
0: indoor, like, a solarium. Because they said that all of the rooms are going to have space views. And it would be cool to do, like, some sort of... There's not a lot of indoor pools. Are there any indoor pools in Disney World? it'd be cool to have an indoor pool and then that way like you could like change the background like similar to how they do at um the one restaurant in um on the cruise ship that has like a different the skyline lounge yeah. is that what it's called hmm. where you get the different city every night i think that would be cool i would suggestion. love
3: to sit in on the concept meeting sir for this and see <laughs> Yeah, Disney
0: if you have questions for us <laughs> call us up yeah
3: i'm happy. happy to um and then probably last area is around transportation at disney world so they they have, they one of the worst kept secrets was the uh, gondola system so we have a name for it the disney skyliner it will connect epcot disney's hollywood studios and then four resorts art of animation pop century caribbean <sighs> beach And the Riviera Resort.
0: Our animation is getting an upgrade. That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, so no indication on dates. I know they're doing some... There's already photos of construction at some of the resorts um, outside of Epcot at the International Gateway. So they're moving quickly on this. I'm excited for this. Any
2: means of not having to get on a bus is exciting. Yeah. I think it looks like a ride in itself. Right, that's fun. Like the
4: monorail. Right. Another service, that when we were sitting on the Parks panel, they talked about the minivan service. Uh. <laughs> um Actually, Jill Kurtz, the owner of Never Grow Up Vacations, was down there, and she actually um, did a live feed of the actual service. And she was going to the Magic Kingdom. You pretty much get, like, front door service. Yes,
0: I know. Um, that, is, that, is, that is the advantage yeah. versus taking an Uber, I have to say. But...
3: You're also paying twenty bucks a ride, but 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 here. So I thought about this too. I agree, it's more than what we typically think of an Uber. But say it it was six. Say there was seven of us. Right. Which which our last trip there was seven of us. That's two Ubers,
0: right? right? Well, say there's five of us on this podcast. We cannot fit five of us into an Uber. So Not we always X, we always pay for two Ubers. Yes, <laughs> like we that it's it's a downfall of going on vacation with five people. We have to get two Ubers, and you know that's I think. So how many of these cool. fit?
3: So this will fit like uh, up to seven.
4: It's a traverse. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got the third row seat. It's seating. my car, but Disney style
3: Yeah. Um. It, Holly's one,
4: gonna need a.
3: Are you? Job uh, are real you? Soon. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you gonna redo your car like a minivan?
4: <laughs> no minivan. <I'll laughs> say. That'd be cool.
3: The one thing though for families, they did a price comparison, so these are equipped with car seats for families. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's an upcharge so on, an, uh, on an Uber service. Um, so it's very comparable. Wait, and so just and, and yeah. just like if you um, took Uber to the Magic Kingdom, you don't get dropped off. This goes directly to where the buses right. are. So that's a big it's thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is the pretty the cool. cast members driving aren't allowed to accept tips. So, even so, it's basically $20.
0: Now, okay, so definitely I can see the advantage with A, the number of people, and B, the destination. But then there are times that I think that this would not be worth it. Like, for instance, when we were there a few months ago, we would drink at the boardwalk and get an Uber at the boardwalk to go back to Port Orleans. Now, there is no way. That that right. ride costs $20. Even if we got two Ubers, it would cost probably closer to 10 for two Ubers. So I guess it all depends on... So if they block
3: on... Ubers now, then that's... There's no indication that that's going to happen. Um, another thing, too, is I'm thinking of the one night we were at um, Sanaa
0: mm-hmm.
3: at Kitani Village. Oh, yeah. And it was super late. Like, is there always going to be a driver standing like
0: yeah they're gonna it, be available readily available whereas like
3: an Uber you wait five minutes at the most and somebody's there yeah, picking any you given up time. so like it, it, it'll be interesting to see how that works especially at <laughs> weird times I could understand well, busy times of day well also
4: to note um, the services right now are being offered to select resorts as it's like in the pilot stage yeah I think was it boardwalk and all the Epcot
3: resorts the Epcot have it right the Epcot resorts now. and them. they're not making people pay oh wow it, it, they're, it's a it's free
4: babe. what bye guys <laughs> yeah So i need to go see the great movie ride one last time yep. one more time
3: you better hurry I you got like love two movies. weeks i
4: know all
3: right well that's it that's all, all right. right cool
0: so we were also in disneyland there was also a convention going on but we did do disneyland um and we had a great time
1: <laughs> two two things Yeah, we should cover.
0: Yes, we had two new experiences.
1: One in Disneyland, one in DCA.
0: Yes, so you want to talk about Disneyland Breakout?
1: Oh sure. Okay. DCA first. We'll go to DCA first. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Oh man, this ride was so good. It. I knew I was gonna love it. It exceeded (laughs) my expectations thoroughly. First of all, the facade of the building looks amazing. They did a great job the queue is great there's a bunch of oh really
0: i don't like the outside of it i think it look makes it look so puny there was something about the scary tower of terror that made it look so huge and menacing and i think i don't know if it's the colors but it just shrinks the building like so much for me but go ahead no i I, the inside is awesome i
1: disagree I, i i think that the outside looks great but you know obviously it's completely subjective And I think the inside queue is such nice fan service. They have some really cool items in there. The collector has Uh Mm -hmm. collected, you know, throughout his travels. The ride itself is great. I rode it three times. The first two times I had the same song. I had Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot. And then I was like, I have to ride this again. So I get another song and each song has a different uh, scene. And the third one I got, um, I forget what the Parliament song no par- parliament uh we want the funk, funk. Um. gotta have that funk and it was awesome i mean that ride is great the screen is crystal clear it's funny it maintains the fun and the thrill factor of tower of terror i think that
3: this might be my favorite ride at dca Well. Hmm. i okay so my i'll give my little spiel about it um <laughs> I was deathly afraid to get on it because I don't like Tower of Terror. Um, and this... I would get on this a million times in a row. Yeah. Really? At this point. Yeah. Wow. Because it it's so... It's the same ride mechanism, but it's not even as close to being as scary as... To me, Tower of Terror is scary. Like, I just freak out. The dark, all that. This mm-hmm. is just fun. And the, like you said, the screens where they display the video. Yeah. I don't know what they're using, but... It's literally like they're right there. Like really? it, 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 it almost looks 3D. It's so crystal like, clear. Yeah, it's insane how crystal clear it is, and the rocket animatronic. Um, oh, right! It, In the that thing so is good. It, it is so amazing.
4: Yeah, it's it is awesome. Yeah, it, it's.
3: I agree.
4: I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Tower of Terror. Um, somehow, some way, I gathered the courage. Mm. Um, and the picture is great <laughs> yeah me clinging on for like dear life um, initially I was just going to walk through the queue I just wanted to check the queue out and then like totally jump ship um, thank you Matt for using some reverse psychology on me <laughs> and getting me on the ride you're welcome um, I said to my cousin Alex I was like I'm not going on if you're not going on so we kind of did a pact and we both went on and we were both scared List. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. But, um, mm-hmm. I have to say the parts that I did see with my eyes open, <laughs> it was, the screen was crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. Made it all better. It made- <laughs> and then i like, they dropped me and I'm like, ah! Um, yeah, it, I'm kind of glad I went on it and I got to experience it. It, it I actually, if I had to compare it with Hollywood, Tar um, definitely, Mission Breakout is yeah. way better.
0: I'm glad I had to... Rob was about to chicken out, and I, I said to him, Rob, just think of us back in Pennsylvania, and you're going to wish you were on it. So don't chicken out. You yeah, should true. do it. If you're on the fence, everyone who did it liked it. So you should at least try it
4: once. To I see agree. You like Would it. you do it again? No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
4: it, okay. It was one and done. But you I can d- say I you got got to, did it. Yeah, yeah. Did exactly. It. So...
3: Whereas this would be, like, Radiator Springs used to be, like, that must-do yeah. ride there. This is this is the must-do ride which for is me now. So,
0: which is so good for that park. Yeah. And, and that's why that park is probably better is because it just, you know, they have so much to
3: That do has, it. like, th- three of my probably favorite top seven rides in all of Disney. Same. Between California Scream and Radiator Springs and now Mission Breakout. I need to do a comprehensive not list. Ma- not but to mention Soaring right there. there. I mean, there's so Boy Story
0: Midway Mania.
3: We're previewing maybe I know, our we, next we
0: episode. We have a, a very exciting ex- episode for you next time, folks. So please continue to support us because we're going to do something very cool.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this episode.
0: Um, so, anyway, so we did some of us did Mission Breakout, and then um, some of us just. Sat around and drank and did Turtle Talk with Crush, which is what I did. <laughs> uh, and they're still doing the Finding Dory stuff. I didn't know that. And Rob and Holly have never done Turtle Talk with Crush. Nope. What is this world? We need to get you guys doing that yeah, too. That's, that's it's so cute. It's really cute. Yeah. It's yeah. so cute. Um, but anyway, so the other big new thing out in Disneyland was Fantasmic. hmm. Da, 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 da. Oh, da, 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 da. oh yeah! A lot
1: more Mickey ad <laughs> Lots of
0: ooh, ooh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Um, yeah. So, new Fantastic. What do we think?
2: I really amazing. enjoyed it.
0: It
3: was good. It was better than the original.
0: Better than the original. Yes. Woo.
3: I thoroughly enjoy it. It might be
0: new.
3: I, I think it might be my new favorite nighttime yeah. show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
3: <laughs> I do too. The pirates scene
1: was so impressive. I mean, before it was the big set piece with Peter Pan with the giant ship. It's now been replaced with the Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow fighting a gang of skeleton pirates. It's amazing. It is such an amazing set piece.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of scary. And that's so cool when you see it coming around the bend and it's just like Mm -hmm. this huge darn ship.
2: It's so cool.
0: Yeah it is it is really cool lots of um i feel like they kind of did away with a lot more of like the evil stuff like in the hollywood studios version like there's that whole uh montage of all of the like villains laughing like you have scar you have frollo you've got hades they don't Ursula. have Ursula. Do ursula's still in the <laughs> ursula's i know i know i wasn't did you just want to say that yeah, yeah know. go ahead <laughs>
1: i did
0: okay. one more time <laughs> um so i feel like they've gotten a rid of a, gotten rid of a lot of the v- more villain parts and it's agree. only the evil hag no no queen you only get the hag oh. she yeah doesn't turn. she doesn't
1: transform there's no cauldron set piece anymore
0: mm-hmm. nope a magic spell
3: in the and why was somebody behind us Oh um, my
0: gosh! Oh, it, I, I wrote it, it down I, because I saw crazy.
3: you take out your phone, and I figured you made a note of what he yelled. His wife was so embarrassed. Oh my
0: gosh! They got so mad um, <laughs> when they brought the um, princesses out on the barges, and who is it? it, it Tangled. It's now Rapunzel it's, it's and Rapun- Yeah. And um, <laughs> when Rapunzel passed us, this dad behind us who had a kid like sleeping in a stroller he goes, "Boo! Bring back Snow White." really really <laughs> loud and his wife wanted to kill him
2: really and it was hilarious
0: it. <laughs> um so Must have
2: been a big snow
3: white fan. yeah right yeah.
0: doesn't like flynn rider um
3: should should we recommend so we did um well four of us scott had left a day early well not yeah a day earlier um yes. but the four of us did um the phantasmic the- dining package as part mm. of hungry bear
0: restaurant right? which is a cool concept to have a dining package with a quick service yes so it wasn't as like time intensive like we picked up our food and it was rob and holly had it and and alex and ray holly's cousin had a different pickup time than matt and i did but it doesn't really matter people yeah. um so we all kind of showed up at the same time we were able to all eat together and what do you guys think of the food
3: i thought it was really good
4: what did we insane. have? Like, I had the red ribs. I have ribs. I it was the black blueberry ribs or something. Yeah. Something berry ribs was. Oh really? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, got, you got <laughs> the salmon, oh. right, Matt?
2: Yeah, salmon was pretty good. And, and yeah, then you get like preferred, like, preferred seating with that as well.
4: Then it's preferred, preferred standing. standing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was listening to another podcast, and I guess there there's the Hungry Bear, there's the Blue Bayou, and Riverbell Terrace. Yeah, and Riverbell Terrace. And there's and a, a I think chance you can each. Each, um, location. package gets a different location for fan That's right. And the,
0: the Liberty Bell, or is that what it's called? Hmm. Liberty Bell Terrace? Is that what it's called? No, that's not what no, it's that's called. In, that's in, Yeah, I was you know. gonna say, Liberty Bell Terrace. I, I am saying the wrong the restaurant River here. Bell, the- River Bell... Terrace. River Bell Terrace. <laughs> Jesus. Um... <laughs> They have, like, the front and center, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense because that's a less expensive restaurant than you Blue Bayou. You would think the Blue Bayou would give Blue you a front Bayou and should center. should have the front yeah, and you center. you would. And they got seats as well. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, you know, we tried to look for those, but those were booked up so far in yeah. advance. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, definitely plan yeah, this wasn't, ahead. Yeah,
3: this wasn't bad. It was twenty nine ninety nine per person. So you got your meal, um... And then a, they give you a paper fast pass to Fantasmic. Yep. So, I mean, the meal itself wasn't worth twenty nine no, ninety nine, no, but 99 I would have paid $15 for that, probably. Yeah. So that would have, what a quick service would have cost you. Um, that we would have it? gotten dessert. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but I will say the night prior to that, um, which was the first night of Fantasmic on Monday night, Scott and Matt and I kind of just, um walked off Big Thunder yeah. and we walked right into an awesome spot. Um so right near the uh Mark Twain dock, there's a little drink cart, and we stood right up next to it, and it was nice to be like kind of next to that, like you could brace yourself, like you didn't have to like if your legs were tired, you wouldn't have to stand. Yep. And we got a really good view. I don't yeah, think I don't think we walked up five minutes before, which is my ideal way of touring is not sitting around for a half hour waiting for something like that drives me insane. I will not do that. Um, but yeah, I really, I really liked it. Um, I think the only part I didn't like, I didn't like the mirror's voice. It really doesn't sound anything like the Snow White movie. But that, that's all. That's a good nitpick. Mm-hmm. And lots of good, like classic Fantasia. Like they brought a lot more of the Fantasia elements into it. Oh,
1: and the water projections look excellent. The upgrade to the water projections is, is is, I think the most impressive addition.
2: And the use of projection mapping in a show Mm -hmm. again. On the stage. And very subtle. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't dominate the thing. It was just kind of additive. Yeah. Additive. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
3: And
0: then we watched, um, remember dreams come true. Um, and we kind of saw it we saw it from the balcony of Club 33 which, I mean, that's pretty nice but (laughs) um, but then we slummed it and uh, Matt and Scott and I watched it over by Small World and the projection mapping on Small World never ceases to amaze me. I just love, they could just project anything up there and i would love it but they do like the full haunted mansion stretching room on small world which is so cool and for the star wars part at the end or the star tours part rather they have like like where the clock is on small world like they open it up and like x-wings come out is that what they are x-wing fighters yep um it's so cool were they tie
1: fighters it was one of the two it
0: was either x-wing or tie guys i just don't know um, but yeah, it was, it was just so awesome. So I really like that. And I, I went to Disneyland for my first time way after the 50th anniversary. So I never got to see it in its original state, but I love it. Nice. So, and Tinkerbell like flies like over fantasy land. Yeah. She doesn't just like hang out, like.
3: Go to the Matterhorn? No. She
0: like flies or from around. from the Matterhorn? Yeah. She, she like flies, flies around. around a, she was like free flying.
3: She wasn't she's, free flying, but she's like free <laughs> flying around.
0: Go tank.
3: Yeah. So... But I think the one thing... I, I'm i used to Disney World more than Disneyland. I could not get over how much nighttime spectaculars they try to... Squeeze
0: into squeeze one night. Squeeze
3: into one night and the location. So Fantasmic ends. There's, what, five minutes? Yeah. that. And then they have fireworks going off.
0: I think it's less than five minutes.
3: And then... You try and exit and oh, go down Main Street, and you got people waiting for the parade. I, yeah, it was, it is it, insane. Yeah. We were leaving um, Adventureland, oh, and
0: God forbid man. something happened. There was uh. it
3: was a sea of humanity.
0: That was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. Thankfully, they opened the bypass behind Main Street yeah. that we could get right. out. But it was it was horrible. The other thing I will say is we. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to talk about something else quickly. Um, So, paper Fast Passes at Disneyland (laughs) are not your Fast Passes. They are on your tickets. These are not the Fast Passes. These are not Fast Passes. In fact, on the paper, it says Fast Pass Reminder. (laughs) Um, So, you actually have to scan your ticket when you use your Fast Passes at the ride. That's correct. Which, um, you can also use the app on your phone if you if you load your ticket onto your phone, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, just
1: scan your phone.
0: But I will say this confused a lot of people and it, it really, uh, slowed down the fast pass lines because people like in every fast pass line, it was someone explaining, it's going to take a
1: little getting used to. Yeah.
0: Like absolutely going to take some getting Um, used to, which I don't like because you can't give your fast passes away. Like, like, what who's to say that Matt and I both couldn't get a fast passport mission breakout? I don't ride it. I'd give mine to Matt. And he can't he can't do that now. Unless, I mean, he uses my ticket, but that's not really cool.
4: <laughs> I'm kinda wishing with the tickets they weren't paper. <laughs> um only because um we went on Splash Mountain and we got soaked. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking I don't know, I don't know if it'd be more expensive, but like plastic rather than paper i mean like what if it gets destroyed like what if it gets destroyed i know i do
0: really do feel uncomfortable like taking my ticket out over and over again at disneyland yeah Yeah. the
3: one thing i i immediately thought of when i when i saw the new scanning devices at the the fast pass entrances was they're going to magic bands at some point because the device looks just like it, it has the barcode reader yep. but all they have to do is just turn that on to read RFID yeah and you have a magic band and it's it, I mean it made the same sound it didn't have the yep. Mickey the, but
0: yeah I think that's green I think and they're
2: eventually they're trying to get the
0: the mentality yes yeah. changed out there
2: Now it's interesting though with the way that they changed the fast passes that you have to use your ticket now that they could still have that same fast pass system with a magic band right yeah
0: but then there's the whole tie into like n- not as many resort guests out there so it'd be interesting how they would do that but i will say the magic band is nice for peace of mind your tickets on there you know it's not gonna fall out like it's a mm-hmm. bracelet you're not gonna lose it like i just i do the i wasn't the hugest mm-hmm. fan when they came out but i i do like the magic bands um, Matt and I also did Max Pass on its inaugural day on Wednesday. Um, it was not the best experience. So if you want to check out our review, we talk about it on YouTube. And I guess the the thing that really we were only going to be in Disneyland for half of a day. We were driving down to San Diego to go to Comic Con the second half of the day. So I was like, okay, we're gonna pay for this. This system and it's going to be boom, 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 boom. We're going to get all these fast passes and do maximize our morning time so that we can do whatever we want that morning. Well, by the time you buy it, you don't get it right away. You have to wait. It was 47 minutes until we got the confirmation that we could start using it. So I don't know what the heck that's all about. And you
3: can only buy it that morning.
0: Right. Right. Yes.
3: So you couldn't buy it the previous night? or Right.
0: It wasn't... You, right. And I don't know if that's because it was the first day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but then we were... Like, you can't buy it because you also haven't used a valid ticket to get in yet. Oh. Like, you had to be within the gates. It was weird. But then I heard you can do some stuff when you're outside of the gates as long as you're on property. <laughs> it was very weird. Um, I just couldn't believe how long it took... To process this um, this item, like it was just ridiculous, because we were like, oh, we're gonna get in right away. We're gonna go to an e-ticket attraction. Like we could have been on Space Mountain probably twice by the time that this this thing kicked in. We should have just walked over there and gotten the regular fast passes instead of paying for the max pass. So um, they made it right. We ended up like riding quite a lot of stuff. Like they gave us like the multiple experience fast passes, like they do in Disney World, if something screws up. Um, and space mountain was down, of course, (laughs) you're like, Oh my gosh. It was like, it was very Mm -hmm. like, just not a, a great experience, but you know what? I think if they're going to have to tweak it, I mean, that's just how it's going to have to go. So
3: you got charged twice, right?
0: Yes. And it would let you keep going over and over and over and over and over. Like, it wasn't like you've already paid, please wait. It was, you could hit the button a hundred times and be charged. It was automatic.
1: Yeah, they need to fix that. That
0: is going to be a PR nightmare. Right, I mean... You can
1: call. I mean, I called the number and they were and easily they, able to... They
0: can't fix it at guest relations either. You have, have to, call to call the number. Them. And you um, and
3: you th- you hit it twice just thinking that it didn't go through? Right. Or like you're yes. just waiting for the I app so I hit it twice because I didn't think it
1: went through. Because
0: we were like, oh, we've got to get this like as soon as you buy it. And then you get this email and they're like, oh, well wait <laughs> well, I
1: got I got then I got two emails you saying like, oh, your purchase is being it. processed and I was like oh well, I got charged twice unreal yeah. and then I got one email saying that it went through like 50 minutes later yeah so if, did you end up getting a refund then? Yes, okay. yeah, called, double, yes
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I called for the double yeah I called a
1: couple days later and or the next day and, and explained and I clearly wasn't the only one that had that happen and they were able to refund the second
3: charge yep that's incredible yeah maybe never ceases to amaze me how how bad their it IT is
0: it's (laughs) horrible it's it's really really abysmal oh my gosh but anyway so do we have anything else to to talk about last call any last call items i i do want to give a shout out um we met someone at d23 um from denmark whose name is Anders and Anders was very sweet. And he talked to us a lot about his love of Duckburg and DuckTales. Yeah. While he- we were
1: waiting in line for the DuckTales panel, I actually learned, I, I want to say that I learned more about the history of DuckTales <laughs> and like the DuckBurg lore from just talking to Anders in line than I did from the actual mm-hmm. DuckTales panel. That guy knew his stuff. Yeah, He's very nice. He so.
0: really, he really did. And he, um, so we have now, a subscriber in Denmark so we're making our making our imprint on the world guys but hi Anders all right so any other last call items I
4: have two last calls well first of all I want to thank my cousin Alex and Ray uh, for letting us stay with them Um, one thing not only am I always excited to go to Disneyland um, I'm very excited to see my family I have my uncle Robert and my aunt Laura and my cousin Alex and her boyfriend Ray who live out there. Um, So I just want to say thank you for them for purchasing, like buying us dinner and coming out and and whatnot. And then the second last call I have is um, at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom, the Mine Train, they added a video um, in the queue. And the video, it basically, it's explaining how you need to load into the ride. They added the video in hopes that it'll be quicker To load the people so the wait time can kind of diminish
3: and it is pretty neat how they it has the the way they made it look is that the the seven dwarfs are like running the video i -hmm. i i I can't describe it you have to just see it but they did like a cool little twist on how cool yeah i'm gonna post Uh,
4: it try to find something post on facebook
3: nice
4: so cool any other last call
0: items no all right. Well we had a lot to cover. We did have mm-hmm. a lot to cover. It was a newsworthy and just lots to talk about. Yeah.
1: Well, as always, we will be back. We are we post every other Sunday. So and you can find us if you're not already, um subscribe to us on YouTube. We would um even if you don't really watch videos on YouTube, if you're a fan of the show it would just help us, you know, immensely if you go over to YouTube, hit the subscribe button, um, and follow us on Facebook. Even if you're like, I never check my Facebook.
0: Yeah, you you're really talking to people. You well, know, just, if you don't have a Twitter account. Just sign up for Twitter. I'm not it's saying that. Play. You don't have to go out of your
1: way. I'm just saying there's a lot of people who're like, I have a Facebook, but I don't really use it. But if you're a fan who of the, says that? There's a lot of people actually. But <laughs> I if don't you're know <laughs> but you know it'd be really supporting us if you you know followed us and uh you know like this on our various social media platforms as always if you could um write us a review on itunes um we would greatly appreciate it so thank you guys for all your continued support and we look forward to hearing more from you guys
0: yep sounds good
2: yeah
0: all right everyone well cheers cheers, cheers.